the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for listening in. Contending for our faith literally means to fight for it. Today's world continually reminds us that essential component of faith. As we stand firm, we should not be surprised or shocked by what we see and hear because Almighty God said these things would be. God is our salvation, our Savior, our all in all. We have everything we need when we look to Him, the author and finisher of our faith. Have your Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. Now, that's, you can't get any simpler than that. How many, how many of y'all understand that? That has serious implication. Because we got a whole lot of folk in a whole lot of shenanigans in the name of teaching. You examine everyone who teaches, including me, by the authority of the word of God. And by the way, while you're examining me, make sure you've examined yourself first. Number three, they do not believe the whole counsel of God. They only believe portions of the scripture. That's another characteristic. They don't believe the whole counsel of God. They only believe what? Portions or segments of the scripture. Second Timothy 3.16 says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. You know what doctrine means? Teaching, reproof, correction. For reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. In other words, oh, uh, this is my verse, but this verse over here, that's not mine, that's yours. You know, you, you, you take, I believe this, but I struggle with this over here. Now, if you don't believe Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, what? God created, what? The heavens and earth, shut the Bible up. Because you're not going to believe that that uh, Daniel uh, got out the lion's den. You're not going to believe two fish and five. Jesus fed thousands with two fish and five loaves of bread. You're not going to believe Shadrach and all that crew was delivered from the fiery furnace. You're not going to believe none of that if you don't believe in the beginning God. We were talking about that yesterday with some of the brethren, how they don't even want evolution, I mean creation, creationism, taught alongside of evolution. How many of y'all know that? They don't even want creationism. The school and the philosophy of the schools is to teach, uh, the, uh, to bend those students toward uh, evolution and the Big Bang Theory and all this other stuff. And they don't even want creationism taught as another option. You know why they don't want creationism taught along with evolution, because creationism exposes the lie. Truth exposes lies. So why would they put that alongside of it to show themselves up for what they really are? You understand? You got the whole, I believe the whole book and the space in between. I believe it. I believe it all. 
I'm a, I'm a rootin' tootin' gospel preacher that believes Genesis to Revelation. Amen. This is my only book. And I believe the whole counsel of God. What about you? Beloved, this book is divine in origin is, and is the only book God ever wrote. Let me ask you a question. Why would God write two Bibles? You know, the, the book of Mormons and the Jehovah Witnesses and the, and the Quran and all. Why would God write all those and then say, take your pick? Now, now, you see, anytime God does something, Satan comes alongside and, and, and produces a counterfeit in order to lead God's children astray. You know why some of y'all don't know you're taken away? Because you don't even know what truth is. You say, but pastor, I don't know about all the other Bibles. And I, listen, I don't know about them all either. But I know one thing. If I know the truth, I can detect that lie. Learn this one. And then you'll expose the other ones. And you'll know what not to put in your, your, your life. Amen? Number four. They take the text, false teachers take the text out of context to make it say what they want it to say. They say it doesn't say that, it says this. And they read a new interpretation in it. They're not interpreting the scripture in its grammatical, historical, cultural context. They're not looking at that passage in light of the whole counsel of God. Uh, uh, they take it out of context in order to, to twist and confuse the word of God. Revelation 22, 18 and 19 says, Revelation you need to turn there. Now, I know you can get that, to that one really fast. That's the last book. Revelation 22, 18 and 19. When you find it, say amen. Revelation chapter 22, verses 18 and 19. Look what it says. For I testify to everyone who hears the word of the prophecy of this book. If anyone add to these things, God will add to him what? The plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of this book, of the book, of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. Now, that's deep. This is the only book God ever wrote. God ever wrote. And you, and you, and you, have, and, uh, and, and you have to settle in on that. And a whole lot more I can say to that, but we'll have to deal with that another time. Uh, number five. They are false teachers. They are often well-dressed and charm. They are are well-dressed and charm you with flattering words for the purpose of seducing the saints. I mean, a lot of those folks that knock on your door and they'll come out and they'll say they're Mormons or whatever. Galatians chapter three, verse one. I wish you could turn. I wish you knew your Bible well enough to get there by the time I read the verse. But, but write it down if you can't get there that fast. Galatians 3.1 says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus was clearly portrayed among you crucified? Jude chapter 16. I'm sorry, Jude verse 16. Jude verse 16 says, uh, in, the, in the book of Jude, verse 16, it says, these are grumblers complainers walking according to their own lust and they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. Now that's evil. When you flatter folk, you know, because you want something or you're trying to achieve a goal in the life of that individual. 
So they flatter folk with words to gain advantage, says the New King James Version. And so what I'm saying is that don't be fooled because folk look charming and they smell good and they dress good because those are the very ones that could seduce you and and you end up uh, away from the family of God. Number six, uh, the, the sixth characteristic of a false teacher is they reject the teaching of the Trinity. They reject the teaching of the Trinity. Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says, and Jesus came and spake unto them saying, all power is given to me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the what? Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That's, that's the Trinity, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. And then Luke chapter three, you see the Trinity. Trinity is all over the scripture. It's all over the pages of scripture. And you see even more in the New Testament. Uh, Luke chapter three, verses 21 and 22, you see the Trinity, a picture of the Trinity even there in the gospel of Luke chapter three, verses 21 through 22. Verses 21 and 22, it says, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus, who also was baptized, and while he prayed, the heaven was open. I love this. Verse 22, and the Holy Spirit, that's one person in the Trinity, right, descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. Who's him? Jesus. Him is who? Him is whom? Jesus. So you got the Holy Spirit, God, descending on him, who is Jesus, and a voice came from heaven. Whose voice is that? God the Father said, you are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. We see here the inner workings of the Trinity at the baptizing of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the doctrine of the Trinity, you'll not see that word Trinity in Scripture, but the concept of the Trinity is all over the pages of Holy Writ, as you've just seen here in these two uh, references. Number seven, false teachers, they reject the authority of truth. They reject authority of, of Scripture. That's what they do. John 17, 17 says, sanctify thyselves, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. In other words, they reject the authority of the word of God. And this word has authority. As a matter of fact, we, we said in our documents here at the church is that all the decisions and everything we do is based on the authority of the word of God. This is the final authority in the life of the church. This church has grown because we allow the word of God to be the final authority. The philosophies of this world, human wisdom, and the opinions of men is sheer foolishness when compared to the, the Word of God. In other words, people talk about what I think. No, you've already messed up. God is not concerned about what you think. God is more concerned about what He has said. Okay? My opinions, opinions should not govern any church. And that's why some churches never get off the line and do big things from God is filled with opinionated people with influence that's setting the church back 30 years. The philosophies of this world, human wisdom, just because you matriculate and advance out there in the world doesn't mean you're that spiritual in the church. You can be a PhD in the world or you can be a doctor who's who, whatever you are in the world and then be a spiritual infant in the Lord's church. The Lord's church. We had one, I'm not going to call his name. I was talking about him yesterday. 
we had a professional basketball player that was a member of uh, Maranatha a number of years ago. And so um, he, uh, he, he asked me, could he be a, a deacon? I said, a deacon? I said, have you gone through Nimmo's orientation? I said, just because you can bounce a ball don't give you a right to be deacon. I want to know, are you saved? I was right there in this house over in Shavano Park. I said, I want to know you say A deacon? I, I, I got to see your attendance. What's your lifestyle like? Who are you running with? What, what are you doing when nobody's looking? Hey, man, just because you bounce a ball don't qualify. I wonder about these celebrity stars that get saved one day and then in the pulpit the next day. <laughs> we lift folk up who don't know the word. They, just, they know the ball. Just because you know how to handle a ball don't mean you know the other B, the Bible. Won't you say amen? Look at y'all looking at me like that. Well, that's the truth. You don't skip in here. You go to say, no baby skips babyhood. Won't y'all say amen? <laughs> I've been saying like, you know, babies don't say, my, my, my grandbaby sitting right there. He doesn't say, uh, goo goo dad dad, I'm 16. <laughs> he's got to he's gotta find his way. He's got to learn to sit himself up. He's got to learn to turn over. He's got to crawl. He's got to walk. He's got to cut some teeth, get off the milk, and get on something solid and all that. No skipping the process. But you know what, folks? You get celebrity. They come in, ooh, and everybody, somebody, Flip Wilson came here one day uh, some years ago. And then one of the preachers said, Pastor, Pastor, you know who just hands you just shaking? I said, who? He said, that was Flip Wilson. I said, and? and? <laughs> so I'm supposed to run over there and get autographs? And I said, let, let, let that man worship. I'm not, I said, he has a right to come to church. I said, I said uh, I'm not going to lick folk up because of their celebrity status out there. He might be lost. That's how come some folk can't get saved. You plan them up too much. I quietly. Won't y'all say amen? amen? You don't want spiritual dummies in leadership because they're celebrities out there. Oh, God. You're getting quiet now, but uh, that's just the way it goes. Number eight, they passionately, here's what false teachers do. <laughs> they passionately indoctrinate apart from the truth, coupled with isolation and seclusion to fully control your mind. They passionately indoctrinate. Here's what they do. They passionately indoctrinate apart from the truth, coupled with isolation and seclusion to fully control your mind. Second Peter 2, 1 and 2. Second Peter chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. But there were also false prophets among the people, even uh, as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in. That's what they do. They secretly bring in. They work underneath underground folk. That's the folk that, you know, they work on, they can work through emails and text messaging and they can have an underground conspiracy going, you see, bring in seductive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on them swift destruction. Verse two, and many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the, because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. You know what, folk? You know what cults? I'm going to tell you something. Cults, cults, they will let you come in, but they won't let you go. You know David Koresh? 
And all that, and all that remember that, that Guyana fiasco? Where those folk drank all that stuff, laced with poison, remember all that? They let you come, but they won't let you what? Go. No. You know, some, church, some churches, are, they, they, they operate like cults. The pastors are so dictatorial until you say, well, you know what, pastor? The, the, some pastor can say, the, the Lord is leading me to join this church over here. Why are you going over there? You don't need to go over there. This church ought to be giving you everything you need. You don't need to go over there. You, and all that, I'm not going to ever tell anybody where they don't need to go unless they're going to a cult. Won't you say amen? You move across town and can't get here or something happened beyond your control. I'm not going to sit up here and just whine the death because, I, you know, I will bless you in the name of Jesus and help you get where you need to be. Because the body of Christ is larger than Maranatha. Won't you say this is not Holy Ghost headquarters? Won't y'all say amen? I'm trying to help you. Cults will let you come. And you and you you are scared to leave, you know, because of what uh, or, or sometimes it's your little group. You can't go. You know how long we've been together. You got those cliques that become cults. They won't let nobody in and won't let nobody out. But they all there in the church together. They got their un, little underground cults with little self-made leaders calling the shots underneath underground pastors. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? And they throw the church overboard with their seductive agenda. Their agenda. You know what? You know what people cuss would do? See, the, the, the primary agenda. Y'all look at I'll be through in just a minute. I'm trying to labor with this thing. Because I love Maranatha. I don't want you to be swept away. Their goal, their goal is to stalk you, flatter you, sweet talk you. You know why they can get you to move anyway? Because you don't have enough in you to even know they're about to sweep you off your feet. And, and you get folk been in church 40 years, somebody knock on their door. Oh, y'all, I just found the real truth. And if, you, if the truth be told, if you ask them how many times they've been to Bible study, they, they, how many times they've been to Sunday school, uh, you start asking them critical questions about scripture, memory, and all that. No wonder they got swept off their feet. But what a cult does... They, they sweet talk you, charm you, glitter you, puff you up, make you think you something that you're not. And they get, they suck you in, lock you in. And then they begin to pound in your mind indoctrination that is heretical and against everything that God teaches. They, they seclude you, isolate you then indoctrinate you. So when you come out, you, I mean, so you, but even at should you come out, even if you get out of there, your mind has to be totally reprogrammed. Reprogrammed. I'm going to tell you something else too. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I know I may not get too far in this message, but do you realize sometimes folk who've been in the church a long time and maybe they move from out of town or something else, come from another church, and membership transfer or whatever. Sometimes they've had such crazy teachings for the last 40 years that it is harder to unteach those folk who've learned stuff that's sheer rubbish. You got to unteach them and reteach them. And t- folk have, who have been doctrinated the wrong way for the last 20 years, man, it is hard trying to dig up all that stuff and reteach them the right way because they've had that stuff 
inculcated them so long, it takes another 20 years to dig it up. You understand what I'm saying? Whereas if you get somebody who come to Christ for the first time, n- never been in the church, fresh, don't know Jesus, don't, haven't been in no cliques and haven't been all this church religious stuff and high, uh, highly blessed and favored stuff and all that, and they don't, they don't know the spiritual lingo, and they're t- instead of the Psalms, they say the palms, you know, you know and, and all of that, you know. Uh, that's, that's the one that's real teachable. Because they don't have all that junk that you got to uproot before you put truth in them. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Old set folk can be some of the hardest folk to minister to. I ain't never heard that before. That's heretical. (laughs) Won't y'all say amen? Let's see. I believe I can do one more. Uh, uh, Number nine. They create doubt to shift you away. They create doubt to shift you away from from Scripture. They create doubt to shift you away from Scripture to deceive you into believing a lie. That's what they want to do. And you see a good, a classic biblical illustration in Genesis chapter three, verse one and four. Genesis chapter three, verses verses one and four. It says, now the serpent was more cunning than all the beasts of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said? Has God indeed? You need to underline that. Turn to Genesis chapter three and underline. That's, that's the first words of doubt in scripture where, where Satan got Eve to doubt the validity of the word of God. Why don't you highlight it? or underline it, or bracket it in. Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. You see, he created that doubt and suspicion. And once he got her the doubt to doubt, she was on her way down from that point. Doubting the reliability and the veracity. You know, when you say veracity, you're talking about the truthfulness. Doubting the reliability and veracity of Scripture is one of Satan's best strategies to separate us from God and causes us to fall into sin, which results in divine chastening from God. If he can just get you to doubt what God has said, you know, God has said, you know, marriage between a man and a woman, a monogamous relationship. And he said, has God said you know, uh, you ought to say you ought to live abstinent until marriage. No, safe sex has God said. And it, I mean, you just go on and on and on. Just get you to doubt the validity of the word of God and you'll fall into sin just like Adam and Eve. You'll fall into sin just like Adam and Eve. And all God's children said, I think that's all you can handle today. I would give you more. I'm going to tell you something. If y'all, I don't want to, I don't, I really hope you understand what you're getting and the seriousness of these messages, especially now in the times in which we live. You got folk being swept away by every wind and doctrine and folk have left their first love. They've fallen into apostasy simply because of a lack of truth 
and stability when it comes to the authority and integrity of the word of God. Now, this kind of message didn't shout you. Amen. This was not one of those feel good messages. But it's a, how many of y'all agree today it's the message that we need for the times in which we live? You say, why do you labor and why do you talk? It's because I love you too much not to tell you what is truth. And, and another reason is because I got to stand before God and, and give an account to these messages before him. And number three, your blood is not going to be on my hand because I didn't tell you. You can't say I did. You can't say in heaven we stand before God. God, I didn't know. Pastor didn't teach me that. You can't say that. And all God's children said, Father, we love you and thank you. And Father, I need not move too fast or even try to see the end because you're digging up by your words so much garbage and rubbish and stuff until if we move too fast, there'll be some stuff still down in there that should have been dug up. Oh, God! Let us not be taken away by those who have big names, great big broadcasts, wear, wear things to make them look spiritual, spiritual language without substance, flattering words with the intent of seducing unsuspecting saints. They're in pulpits, they're, they're in Sunday school classes. They're on radio, they're on television, they're in books. And and, and many of your people, God, perish because of a lack of knowledge. Oh, God, may this message be riveted in the depths of our soul so that we won't be guilty of turning from the same word that saved us in the first place. And maybe, Father, some have turned from it because they've never had it in the first place. And so the issue may have been even salvation up front. I know, Father, Satan desires to snatch the seed of the word and to make folk be complacent and not practice, not even go back and reread the scriptures given so that they won't be victimized. Father, we realize that Satan wants not not only to destroy us, but Satan wants to destroy our children and our children's children. He wants to wipe out our mamas and daddies with another gospel. And Father, we got relatives in, in cults carried away because we didn't have enough truth to tell them what's right. May we not applaud error in Jesus' name. And all God's children said... Contending for our faith is worth the fight against Satan's tricks of his trade. He won't stop trying to circumvent our faith. Therefore, we must keep God first in all we do to resist him. We must be steadfast in exercising our authority in the name of Jesus to thwart Satan's efforts. We will be the recipients of God's perfect plan for each of us if we contend for the faith, or we will suffer the dire consequences. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. 
You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.